gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome. Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. Welcome to Happy Life Studios and welcome to 2016. Looking forward to this year. It's going to be a good year. I want to talk to you a little bit today about uh, what would stop us from having a good year. In our new introduction, you know, we asked the question, are you happy? And I think that's a great question. If you're happy, would you like to be happier? And if you're not happy, that's normal. We all go through seasons, but we want to help you become a happier person. And we believe that if you you commit yourself to listen to this podcast on a weekly basis or as much as you can, we believe that every episode actually can help us become happier people. Because the principles that we talk about, here's the interesting thing, they're not difficult, they're not complicated, they're very simple principles, but life is often about simplicity. Sometimes we get so close to achieving happy or so close to achieving success, whatever that looks like for you, we get so close. I, I posted something on Facebook today after um, one of the games, one of the football games, and I thought we'd talk a little bit about it's playoff time, and I thought we'd talk a little bit about the playoffs and bring in the, the new year and put the two together because you can – everything in life, you know, you can – you can come up with something how it represents, and you can learn a lot of things about life just through football or through other sports. And so I want to talk about that a little bit today. But I posted on my Facebook about, about I actually use a scripture, Luke chapter 6, verse 37, I think it is, maybe 38. And the message translation, it talks about giving your life away. It talks about not being hard on people. And sometimes I think when it comes to football, especially especially playoff time, we just get so hard on these players, and we forget that they're they're human beings. I mean, they're many of them are young men, and they want to win too. And and they're out there in the arena doing the work, and we're kind of sitting in our recliners and getting mad at them. And I, so I just posted something online about how the Bible actually talks about being generous to people and and giving people a break. And if you give people a break, then you'll be given a break. And I I posted something online about let's let's try to be, you know, remember that when it comes to our players don't play the way we think that they should or or whatever. I saw some 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 real ugly nasty things on Facebook and sometimes our true colors really come out when the NFL is playing and you go on Facebook because it's amazing how sometimes we make football life and football is not life. Life is life. And and some person I read on there where they're talking about how these guys should be winning, they need to earn their money and it's not like they're not out there. It's not like they bring their recliner out on the field and, and look at us and tell us how we should live our lives, right? They're out there um, giving it their all and uh, they want to win as badly as we want them to win and sometimes we just we just we can be very negative in our comments and I just I think happy life isn't about accusing people of not being this or being that or or um, I, I don't think happiness comes from that I think actually discouragement comes from that and anger comes from that and sometimes I find myself after a game or something getting really upset and and wondering why I'm so upset. So I'm working through some personal issues. I don't like a lot of my responses this year um, over the over the season and even in the playoffs. And so 
I just put a little comment up there about, you know, let's remember and let's give these guys a break and let's remember uh, football isn't life and, and there's so much more important. I mean, my neighbor uh, just lost their 21-year-old daughter. I mean, to a tragic car accident. Um, so does my team winning or losing matter in the whole scope of things? No, it is a game, right? And and so a person replied back and said, but it's just so difficult because my team just hasn't been getting the breaks lately. And um, I think that sometimes we get so close and we just don't always get the breaks. But what I want to tell you today, I think, is going to help us achieve that success, achieve the happy, get there. I think what I'm going to tell you today is going to help us get the happy instead of drop the ball, so to speak. And that's really what I want to talk about. Um, the last several weeks I've been watching, and there have been some very key receivers that have dropped the ball. I mean, the quarterback, that's got to be frustrating, hits them right in the right in the gut, right in the numbers, and they drop the ball. And I, I, I found that amazing that I've seen that several times over the last um, – and it's not like it was a bad pass or people were coming in, but it, it hit them right in the numbers, right in the hands, and uh, – they drop the ball. And sometimes life hits us right in the numbers and we drop the ball. That's one reason why sometimes we're not happy because we are this close. And the same reason why these players drop the ball, these receivers or, or running backs drop the ball, is the same kind of thing that we can learn in our personal life. For instance, why did those receivers drop the ball? I can think of really two reasons why they dropped the ball. One reason is because they turn to see where they're going before they even grab the ball. I mean, the ball was coming, but they didn't finish the catch before they started moving forward. They wanted to score. They wanted to be the hero, maybe. They wanted to, but they, they saw that if I catch this ball, I'm in the end zone. I mean, some of them were wide open, and they dropped the ball because they didn't finish the catch. All they could see was the end zone, so they turned to the end zone before they made the catch. And other times, um, I think it's because the defender was coming on them, and they knew when they catch this ball, they're going to pay a price. They know that the moment they catch that ball, they're going to get hit, and some of them were crunched on, on both sides at the same time, and so they dropped the ball before the defenders got there because they were afraid of what was going to happen to them. And I can relate this to life. I think that happens. Sometimes we need to catch the ball first. That, to me, is living in the now. We're, sometimes I'm always looking to my future. I'm always turning to see what the future is about. I had a lot of people tell me they saw a lot of good things happen that were going to happen in my life. I remember being a little kid and have, hearing people come up and tell my parents, I just see such good things for that kid. And I remember those in my heart. And sometimes I don't enjoy the present. I'm looking so far into the future that I don't enjoy the present. Before I can move forward, I have to catch the ball. I have to be in the now. But sometimes we're always looking to tomorrow. We're always looking to that promotion. We're always looking to that, when, when I get here, then I can be happy. But if I'm not happy now, I'm not going to be happy then. Just because I get there, because the future is always another present. In other words, if I'm not enjoying the present now, when I get to my future, it's no longer future. It's actually my present. And then again, I'm not enjoying that present either, like I thought I would, because I'm looking towards the future. And sometimes we've got to stop looking so much in the future, and we need to enjoy the present because my present right now was yesterday's future. And life is about the little things, and it's about enjoying the everyday mundane. And sometimes you always think it's always about the, 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 the big successes, the big scores, and you can't score on every play. Some of these people that, that, that receive kickoffs and receive punts, in their mind, I know they think they're going to break it this time. They plan on breaking it, and that's good. That's what they should plan. 
but they don't when they don't break it every time they don't just give up and stop catching the ball and running with it they know they at least got five yards they at least got 15 yards they got so close to breaking it they might have got 65 yards and got down but they they made some progress and i think we should always look for the touchdown we should always look for my future is going to be a great future but before i can get there i need to enjoy my present because my future is made up of a bunch of presence they're made up of a bunch of now moments and i think when we can enjoy the now moment then when the future comes we're going to enjoy that because we have learned to enjoy the now moments and you know what those five yard moments are those one yard moments or sometimes we just catch the ball and we get tackled right away but you know what those moments are they're for me it's picking my son up from school it's taking my son out to dairy queen for a blizzard it's it's laughing at I trip and fall and my boy sees me. And he, it's the it's the little memories. It's a, and and we keep thinking that life is about big memories. Those happen. The I, the one of the games I saw the very first play. I mean, within eleven seconds, they'd already run a, a ball back a hundred and six yards. Those are great when we get those promotions. When something big happens, we win the lottery, so to speak. However, that looks for you. There, there's something really big, really grand happens. Those are great, but. Sometimes we keep looking for those moments. We keep looking to score on every play, but really we need to enjoy the one-yard gains, the the look that you get from your spouse or the um, pat on the back that someone gives you or just going to the mall and watching people hang out, just having a coffee, just going to a movie by yourself maybe, just enjoying the day, the, seeing the, the, the scenery in front of you, the mountain when, in Seattle when we see Mount Rainier, man. It's just it's like seeing it for the first time when the clouds break and you see it. It's those moments that make life so great. It's the one and two yard gains, the three and four yard gains that allow us to get the first down. And secondly, I think sometimes we're so afraid of life hitting us. I heard a, a researcher, her name is Brene Brown, and she's just been rocking my world. She uh, I'd look her up, B-R-E-N-E, Brown. And she talks about how some people live in a disappointed state. They say stuff like, don't get your hopes up. I remember used to being that way. That's not. That's like the opposite of happy life. If I get my hopes up, then they could be dashed. So therefore, I'll just keep my hopes down. That way, I won't be disappointed. Since when is having hope a bad thing? Hope is a good thing. If we don't want to get our hopes up because we're afraid of being let down, we are living in a let down state. You can't be let down when you're already just <laughs> in that state. But sometimes, as, as Brene said, it's easier to, to live in a disappointed state than to get disappointed. It's easier to live in that low level than all of a sudden try to aim at a higher level and then have something bad happen. But when these obstacles come, when these players come, some of these players are big, man. Some of these defenders, man, they can hit hard my friend um introduced me to this this player and my friend said you know what that guy could break us in half because <laughs> he could hit man i've watched him play college ball and the boy could just hit and sometimes these obstacles are big and they're scary like a disease or a sickness or unemployment or rejection or divorce or man some of these things that are leering at us are so scary that we're afraid to even catch the ball we're afraid to live in the present we're afraid to live in the happy because if we do we're just going to be let down the moment something good happens something bad happens and we never ever catch the ball we never ever move forward and sometimes when we're afraid of living in those situations we actually 
sacrifice happiness. We actually disqualify happy in our life because we decide to live at this level because we're afraid of being let down. We're afraid the, the moment we live in the now, the moment we catch the ball, we are going to be hit by something negative. And so therefore we, we drop the ball. Don't drop the ball. Don't drop it. Catch it. Life is going to happen. We're going to hit by, get hit by obstacles. We're going to sometimes, and oftentimes when you watch two players come, they're going to crunch the offensive guy when he catches the ball, and they actually end up hitting each other, and the offensive guy just goes through, and you're like, how in the world did that happen? And oftentimes that happens in life too, and I think if I'm always looking at what bad is going to happen to me, then all I'm going to see is the bad that does happen to me. But if I do have hope, and if I hold on to hope, I am going to, if I do get tackled, that's okay. There's going to be another play that they're going to call my number, and I'm going to catch the ball. I mean, I love it when the coaches, when, when a quarterback hits the receiver and the receiver drops the ball. And then the very next play, they go to the same receiver again. And I'm thinking, why he just dropped the ball? Well, that's exactly why, because that player says, give me the ball back. I'm going to catch it this time. And I think that's what we've got to do. When life hits us, when we get tackled, when we get hit by some 350-pound obstacle, you know what? I think we've got to go back to the huddle and say, give me the ball again. I'm going to score this time. And you know what? Almost every time those players, when you pass it to them again, this time they catch the ball and they make something happen. You're not always going to score. It's not about us scoring touchdowns. It's about us getting as many yards as we can. And catching a ball, whether you turn and make it or whether you get the wind knocked out of you and, or get injured and go to the bench for, for a game or two or a season, you'll come back out there. It's, it's not the end of the world. When you, when you catch the ball, you win. When you catch the now, you win. So it's very important for us to, to look to the end zone, for us to look to our future. The Bible even says it. I know the plans that I have for you, says God, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's our end zone. That's what we're going for. And we're not always going to get the end zone. We're not going to score on every play, but we are going to score on some. And we are going to catch the ball. And if we drop the ball, you know what? Give me the ball, coach. I'm going to catch it this time. Hope isn't a bad thing. It's okay to get disappointed. Getting disappointed is way better than living a disappointed state. Just enjoy life. And when life throws something at you, catch it. And there's something about the running backs, the receivers. They love to catch the ball. They love the obstacles. They love it when these, when these big old, I love watching some of these quarterbacks. I love watching Russell Wilson. When he first came out and started playing, I thought it was incredible because this big 350 pound guys come running at him and he keeps his eye downfield and he, he doesn't even panic like I would. He just kind of says, I don't got time for you. So he steps out of the way. They miss him and then, <laughs> then he throws the ball and receivers too. They, they, when these guys are coming at them, they love the ability to juke, to fake, to, to zig when they zag. They love faking them out and leaving them behind and going around them. And it doesn't always work. Sometimes you fake and you get hit, but they're like, give me the ball again they live for that moment when they have the ball in the open field and they can just dodge the obstacle and then you got other people that just give me the obstacle i am gonna run that thing over you got people like chuck pagano the coach you know chuck pagano of um the colts right who who, who uh, got cancer he took that thing head on and he hit it and he conquered that thing so sometimes we're going to dodge the obstacle and sometimes we're going to run it over. But we, like a good running back or a good receiver, let's enjoy that. And yeah, disappointment's going to come, but it's better than living a disappointed lifestyle. So look for the future. Look for the end zone. Aim at it. What dreams do you have? Maybe it's time to wake some of those babies back up. But we are going to score. Give me the ball. When obstacles come, that doesn't mean we can't be happy in the midst of them. I hope that helps you in your happy life. Thank you for listening.
Steve Ace.